to 1 Corinthians, 10th chapter, 23 to the 11th chapter, verse 1. Somebody read. All things are lawful for me. Mm-hmm. But all things are not all things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Let, let no man seek his own, but every man another's will. Say whatsoever is his soul in the shambles, shambles that eat, asking, asking no question for the time. Conscience sake. For, uh, conscience sake. Mm-hmm. for the earth is the Lord and the foot is the earth. If, if any of them that believe not bid you to a peace, to a peace, and ye be ye be disposed to go, to, to whatsoever is said before you eat, asking no question for conscience' sake. But if any man say unto you, This is offered and sacrificed unto ours, eat not for his sake, that shoot shoot it and and for and for conscience' sake. But the earth is the Lord and the foot is the mm-hmm. The conscience I say, not, not thine own, mm-hmm. but of the other. For why, for, for why you're not able to judge of another man's conscience? For if I, if I by grace be, be a partaker, why am, why am I, why am I evil spoken of for, for which I give thanks? And whether therefore ye or not, ye or drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. They give, give none offense, neither to the Jews nor to the Gentiles, not to the church of God. Even, even, as, I, even as I please all men in all, all things, not seeing mine own prophet, but the prophet, but the prophet of many that, for, that they may be saved. Mm-hmm. Okay, and says, be ye followers of me, even as I also am, am of Christ. Amen. That's it. Amen. Right. For your consideration, he read you the First Corinthians, the tenth chapter, the twenty-third verse, to First Corinthians, the eleventh chapter, the first verse. Let us pray, Father God. We come now asking you to send your Holy Spirit upon us, Lord, and let us hear what you have to say unto the church. And then, Lord, let us digest this and take it to this dying world, telling the men, women, boys, and girls what they must do to be saved. Because, Lord, if we ever needed the word, we need it right now. Thank you, Lord, for being God and God all by yourself. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And thank you for this day, Lord. You allowed us to come together one more time. Realize, Lord, this might be our last time. We don't know, but we want to thank you. These and other blessings we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. For your consideration this uh, this morning, the thought that I'd like to use, uh, I want to ask you to ask yourself a question. And that question being, am I an example worthy of following? Amen? Am I an example worthy of following? You do know that we are examples. And you do know that the eyes is upon us. But we have to understand also not only the eyes of each other, but the eyes of the Lord is upon us. And, and we have to be careful how we make an impact or impression on somebody because God is holding us accountable. Amen? Paul is letting us know that, that it's not about him, but his consideration is for others. 
And we as Christians on this journey, we should have the same thought that, you know, we should be concerned for one another. But when you look in the Bible, you know, we find that uh, the Bible speaks of several examples. Uh, in 1 Corinthians, like we just read, 11 and 1, Philippians and Hebrews, you know, imitate those who are great examples. And, 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 you know, a lot of us look at, some look at the parents, some look at something in the church, and some look at the schools or whatever. But we had somebody across our path that made an impression on us. Whether it was good, bad, or ugly, we, somebody, we got somebody's attention. Amen? But what, what we have to um, remember, like in 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, the twelfth verse, it says that, we need to be a good example to others. Now listen to what he's saying. He's not saying that just because they've been good to you, you need to be a good example. Even the ones that have been ugly to you, he wants us to be a good example. He, he, he don't want, God don't want us to do unto others as they do unto us if it's bad. And, and we got to understand that we have, cho- we have to make a choice. Now, how can I be good to you if, 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 if I'm not following the word of God, he say, love your neighbors as yourself. Amen? Amen. We have to be careful. But, but scripture should cause one to wonder. You know, first of all, we would just ask, I, I, I think about uh, who is my example, my road model on this Christian journey? I, I'm not talking about the ones that, you know, we go to concerts and we go different places to see different people. But I'm talking about on this Christian journey, who, who is my example? Who example am I as a Christian on this journey? Who, who, who am I impacting or impressing? And then we need to ask ourselves another question is, what kind of example do I set before Christians? How, how am I conducting myself? Am I conducting myself in decency or in, in an order? Or am I taking advantage of the situation and looking out for myself? But, but, but we know as a Christian who our ultimate example should be. It's no question. We, we had the best example that, 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 that God can offer and they call him his son Jesus. Amen? See, but uh, 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 so is Jesus your example? You know, we have pastors, we have companions, we have children, we have loved ones, but our main example should be the Lord. Amen? And when you look at 1 Corinthians, what Paul is talking about, he's letting us know that Jesus was his example. Amen? And he should be our example as well. Amen? Jesus was our example on how to please one another. You find that in Romans. Jesus was our example on how to love one another. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. Jesus was our example on how to look out for one another. Philippians 2, 4 and 5. Now you do know we're supposed to be our brother's keeper. Amen. Bless you. Now we, you know that question arises every so often. Am I my brother's keeper? Well you can answer that. But what's so bad about it, some of us can answer for somebody else because of the way we conduct in ourselves in the eyes of others. See, 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 you, you know, we can't fake it till we make it on this journey. I'm glad since Joe's been here. Either you is or you ain't. It, it's just that simple. 
You know, it's no straddling the fence or none of that. You just, either you with the Lord or you against the Lord. Amen? Jesus was like, example, how to, how to suffer patiently when mistreated. You find that in 1 Peter, the second chapter at the 20th verse. And what I'm trying to say is, Jesus certainly served as our primary example. He did his part. Now, if we didn't get it, that's up to us, but he did his part. Amen? But, 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 you know, some, some might think that uh, Paul should be our example. But, uh, but, 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 because Paul was one that urged the Corinthians to do the right thing. Paul was the one that gave no offense in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Paul was the one to seek the benefits of others. And also in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Paul also encouraged the Philippians. You'll find that Philippians 3 and 17. And he encouraged them not to consider themselves as having attained perfection. And, and I think that's one thing that we need to put a footnote in here. We do not top out on this journey on this side. We just don't. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for love. And, 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 and when we look around, when we look around, you know, and I, I'm going to say this, you know, when, when, when Trump was in office, we thought we had a nightmare. But with Putin, yeah. we see that it could have got worse. Yeah. All right. See, so, so, so we have to thank God for things as good as it is because it always can be worse. So, 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 so we have to, we have to get busy and, 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 and trying to help others get to where God wants us to be. And that's an example. See, the babies, they're examples. The officers of the church should be examples. The members of the church should be examples. See, we can't dress up in our Sunday, go lucky on Sundays. And live any kind of way on Monday. Somebody's watching you. You know. And, and one thing that we teach in class about. We try to get people to understand that. Can't nobody make you be who you don't want to be. Can't nobody make you say what you don't want to say. You know. See, especially as men. You know. You know. When, you, when, when, when something going on. There's a crowd going on. We, we want to be macho. I'm not going to let them make me look like a wimp. But that Indian say. Man, they walk today. They run today. can walk tomorrow. See, because the situation might get out of hand, you might be the one that come up on the short end of the stick. That's why we have to live to glorify God in all our ways. Paul and the New Testament Christians provided wonderful examples of what God expects of us. See, and one of the things that we have to understand is that there's no excuse for a Christian not to be who God wants them to be. Because Jesus showed us, he told us, and he wrote it down. Now, if we don't get it, that's on our, our, our behalf. And, 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 and Is other Christians an example? You do know that when you look at, uh, in, in Hebrews, he tells us to follow the faith of those who rule over you. Many Christians today provide examples worthy of following. 
when we read the Bible and the ones that came before us and when we look around and, and look at those that encourage us and, and then we look at ourselves, how God has brought us from one extreme to the other and how God is using us, we ought to praise God. And we ought to praise God because we got to realize it's a blessing to be able to serve a true and a living God. But we have to serve God the way he wants us to serve him and not because of how we feel. Listen to what Revelation is saying. And, and, and he was in this, he was talking to, to the church of Laodicea. He said, to the angels of the church of Laodicea, right, these things say, say the amen. The faithful is, is a, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. He said, I know your works. That you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you're lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. And, and, and I read that to show us that God is looking. And, and, and see, and I, I, I said like this, you know, we so, so, so out to impress people that we forget we're supposed to be pleasing God. And, and that's what we have to stay focused in on. We need to please God at whatever cost. We'll say that for God I live, for God I die, but until it come to that situation. I, I think it was Abraham, right? That offers up Isaac. Well, ain't, ain't that right? How many of us would sacrifice our child? See, some things has happened in biblical history that we really need to pay attention to. We really need to consider how far would we go for the Lord. I'm not saying go ahead and chop your son or your daughter head off. That's not what I'm saying. But, but what I am saying is are you willing to go that last mile of the way to serve God in spirit and in truth? Are you willing to sacrifice? Because this, this, this is a sacrifice journey. We, you have to sacrifice on this journey. We look around. We had to sacrifice to get to this point. And it was a struggle sometime, right? Yes, now think about the sacrifice we got to make to make it to heaven. This ain't got nothing to do with it. You know? See, you know, we talked about if somebody slapped you on one cheek, turn another. No, the day they say if you slap you on one cheek, get your pistol. And that's how we looking at it. Everything seems like it's just going to violence. And, and, and misunderstanding. But we got to understand that God is not the author of confusion. See, and, and, and one thing that, 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 that we ask, one of the things that we ask in our class is that, who is the reason why you in class? Now, now, now especially ones in the 12-week classes, they come, oh, uh, she did this, or the probation officer did that, or somebody did that. But along the way, they humble themselves down and say, I'm the reason. That I'm in this situation. And this is what, if we look at our life and be honest with ourselves, nine times out of ten, we got in trouble, we did it to ourselves. Well, we said, then just lie. The devil made me do it. Yeah, you're right. The devil was in you when you did it. See, so we got to face reality and stop looking for excuses and, 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 and try to find a way out. All we need to do is try to find out how to do the right thing. Because, because you know, you know, we don't want God on Judgment Day asking us, "Why did I not 
do for Sims when I got the opportunity? Why did I not do for Zedrick when I got the opportunity? You know, you know, we'll look at, you know, Deacon Ray made me do something. And he said something one time. He said that he saw somebody broke down on the street and he wanted to turn around and help him. He didn't do it. He said that bothered him. And he said that years ago. And I remember that. I remember that to this day. And, 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 and the other week, something going on. And I thought about Deacon Ray and I turned around and went and did what God wanted me to do. In other words, he inspired me to think about situations that I might ordinarily pass up. Yes, sir. Yes. You know, irregardless, you know, they, in our area, they have a woman that's been sleeping in a tent for years behind the bus stop. But I hear more conversation of why she out there in that tent than I do people having a tent on helping her. See, you know, we, we, we make our own decisions. And nine times ten, we'll never know why she in that tent. But being that we know that she is in that tent, we know she needs some help. We know it's cold outside. We know she needs to eat. We know she needs water. So instead of trying to find out why she there, why don't we try to help her do better and then she can go on her own. In other words, stop trying to, to, to make decisions to, to why we not going to do and just do. Because if we was in that tent, we need some water, we need some food, we need some companionship, we need some help. And on this journey, a lot of people is not outside in a tent, but they're still outside of the Lord. And they need some help. They need some See. You know, when they, when they talk, when, you know, usually when you talk about help, it always comes down to money. I'm not going to give them my last $20. But if you look at it from the spiritual point of view, it's more where that come from. Who gave you that? He can give you some more. See, and, and, and you, you have to understand, it's a blessing to be able to help somebody. Honestly, somebody helped all of us on this journey. Whether spiritually, physically, financially, whatever, but somebody helped us to get where we are today. God used some individual as an example, and God is wanting to use us as an example. Christians should be mindful of the example on one another. Raising our children. You can't be your children's friend and be their parents. You can't go out there and boogie-woogie with your children and then when you want to stop, it's wrong for them. I remember uh, it, was, it was a young, a uh, 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 little girl really that did something her mother asked her. She said, why did you do that? She said, because you did it. That was her example, her reason why she did it. Not saying that it's right, but she was her example. And all of us ought to want to be an example, but a good example. Now listen, I don't care how hard you try, you can't please everybody. It's it, it just that simple. But what does God want from us? God wants our best. See? And and, 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 and and doing our best the outcome might not that you get pets on the back the 
the outcome might not be that you get, you know, compliments or encouragement. You might not get that. But long as you know you did your best, you can't cut that blessing off. Did, did it not say that, that, that God loves a cheerful giver? Well, how cheerful are we giving to one another? And like I say, it's not always money. It, sometimes it's just encouragement. Sometimes it's just a listening ear. But we're supposed to be the examples of this world. Why do I say that? Because the Lord said that we are the light of the world. Amen. Right. We ought to be a shining star on this side. We ought to let people see our good works and come asking what they must do to be saved. We ought to be the beacon light that God is talking about in his word. We look at some stuff in the Bible and say, well, that's biblical days and, and that's, bad. that's in the past. Well, the same thing it took for them to go to heaven is going to take for us to go to heaven. Same thing. We got to understand that, that that's how God works. Sometimes we have examples from our brothers and our sisters and sometimes we have examples from other Christians. Sometimes we have examples from our children. What did Paul tell Timothy? Say, don't let nobody despise you if you youth. In other words, Paul was trying to encourage Timothy like we're trying to encourage Zedric and, 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 and Leonard Jr. You're on the right road. Stay there. Right. You're headed in the right direction. Stay there. See, but what they got to understand, once they take that oath of a deacon, Oh, the devil gonna bust loose on there. You think you think it was something when you become a Christian? Now come on, officer of the church. See, see, the devil tries to take the head. But my daddy said it like this. He said, if you straighten the head up, the body will follow. See, in other words, those of us like parents and preachers and deacons and teachers and, and grandparents, we have to be the example. I know these grannies in here get tired sometimes. Doris, you get tired sometimes. Shirley, you get tired sometimes. Yeah, I ain't got to call you. You already. See, we going to get tired on this journey, even helping the ones we love. We going to get tired. We going to get wore out. We going to get broke down. But he say, serve them in spirit and in truth. Now, you want to fight? Go mess with a grandparent. Right, a grandmother. Right, right. Huh? Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna take time to put bicycle gloves on. They gonna knock you food out. Right, <laughs> you don't fool with my babies. See, and that's what God, the attitude that God wants us to have in this journey. Don't fool with God's babies. Right. Don't do it. Because God is holding you accountable. <laughs> But God is also holding us accountable if we the reason why they fall. If we bad examples. If we giving bad advice. Paul said it, he said things I could do. But it's not saying I should do it. See everything you can do you don't need to do. See somebody make you angry you can, you can fire back at it but is it worth it? You just putting fuel on the fire. You know when that barbecue pit store looks like it want to go out, we want to take that lighter fluid, just, just go crazy, put the whole bottle on there. That's how it is when we fussing and fighting with one another. All we doing is putting fuel on the fire and making it hotter and hotter. And it's not going to work like that. We have to let the Lord use us the way he see fit. But if we let God lead us into a situation, 
he'll bring us out. If you go in there on your own, he can still bail us out. But why go through all that? Just let God have his way. We have to understand that everybody is not on the same level at the same time. We have to understand that sometimes we have to be a little more patient with others than we do with some. But we also have to remember somebody was patient with us. Somebody took some time out their busy schedule to help us. And, and I can't sit here and lie and say they didn't have to do it because that's our reasonable service. That's what's expected of us. We're not doing nothing special when we help somebody. We're not doing nothing special when we encourage somebody. We're not even doing nothing special when we take time and, and change our schedule to put somebody else in that slot. We're not doing something special. But what we have to ask ourselves, am I a good example? And I'm leading, trying to lead people from earth to glory. But on this way, are they glorifying God or are they glorifying me? See, some people think money will get you anything you want. Some people think lying will get you anything you want. Some people think that messing over folks will make you look better than the rest. But look, God... Is looking and booking. See, see, see. We got to understand the motives that we use. God already know. God already know why we do it. I say it all the time. We see what you did, but God know why you did it. God knows, but God is the one that's going to reward. Amen. Whether we want to be or not, we are examples to others. No matter what. Especially the, 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 the ones that's, that's young and, and inexperienced. And I'm not talking about just youth in age. I'm talking about youth in Christ. You know, we see somebody 50 years old to come in trade. Well, they ought to know this. Well, they don't. They know they ought to know it. That's why they're here. But why would I come to you with disencouraging words when you're trying to do your best? I, I used to hear a lot of people talking about how they was raised. And, and they, they said, I didn't have this and, and I didn't have that. Well, did your parents do their best? See, we didn't have a whole lot. Like Reverend Frank time, we had a two-bedroom shotgun house, seven people in the house, eight, pe yeah, eight people in the house, two-bedroom, one-bathroom. But we was happy. See, back then, back then, you know, they didn't have all them TV trays and, and all that stuff. Back then, they had a kitchen table. Huh? And we ate together. We, 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 we blessed our food together. In other words, back in the day when we was coming up, we had fellowship at the house. I'm not saying this to be ugly, but now we just like roaches, everybody in their own corner. Oh, huh? That's right. That's right. You're right. That, that, that's not a God. God is a God of unity. And, and this is why this is why we don't know our family members because everybody's in their own corner. Doing their own thing. 
Right. Huh? Yeah, yeah. People living in the same house don't even know one of them is sick. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Texting. We don't get up and come say, Zedric, uh, 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 let's do this, whatever. I'm in one room, Zedric, another room, I'm taking Zedric, what you doing? <laughs> we got to come back yeah, to the old ways hey, of communicating, <laughs> loving one another, respecting one another. Yes, what am I trying to say? I'm glad you asked. In other words, we need to be faithful Christians. Not a just a Christian in name, you know. He he he. The Bible even tells he say, "Don't be hills only of the word." He say, "Do what? Be doers." Be doers. That means you got to get involved. You got to do, do something. I'm not gonna call this individual name, but they were sitting right there. I mean, sitting right there. And what they wanted was right there. They called a the child for all on the other side of the house. Come get in there. Yeah. See. I just shook my head. And the reason why I just shook my head because that's trifling. You right there. Go get it yourself. Because what we're doing, we're starting a trend. If I'm raising you like that, then you're going to raise your one like that. Is that a good example? I don't think so. I don't think so. See, that's, 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 why, that's why we got to work on ourselves and let God work on us on the inside and, and let God bring that love on the outside. And I got some curves and word for them sins. Amen. I didn't get a chance to tell him, but I meant to tell him. Reverend Sims, you did good on that song the other Sunday. You did real good. And it shows you that if we try, can we can do it. So often we sit down because other folks tell us that we can't do it. This church surprised me when they let me sing a song. I remember before I got there, I tried to sing a song, even the cows went home. I'm telling y'all, that's the God truth. Cow came to the well of church talking about move. <laughs> Didn't he do it? That cow told me to go home. So what I'm saying, y'all, we don't know what we're gonna face on this journey. We don't know what's gonna be required of us on this journey. But if we read God's word, it will show us what God expects of us on this journey. And we got to be careful because there's a lot of people going through some things. And we don't understand some things, but if we let God be God, God will make a difference in our life. So again, is your example worth following? I mean, are, are, are you a good parent to where will your children grow up? That you be satisfied with what you put in them. If your relationship with your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, it, 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 the ones that's looking up on you, are you a good example for them when they get up to age, to when they get into a relationship? 
that it be stable. We have to ask ourselves a question. Would you want a child, another Christian to follow your example? Your example. Is your example to the church strong enough for the church to go strong? Is your example to the church good enough for the church to grow and be prosperous? Would the church that you serve would they be glad to see you on Sundays and Wednesdays? Or do they want to close the door in your face? You do know that there are some busybodies in some churches. You do know that, that, that in the church sometimes they get on your last nerve. If you go and read Job, Job said that when they went to present themselves before the Lord, the devil was present. See, so we got to understand that we can't get away, but we can get stronger. I'll just question how prompt you or encourage you to be stronger in the Lord. Be a good example and a role model as a Christian. Make sure that what you're doing, you're doing your best. And that God is getting all the glory. And I'm not sticking my chest out to try to please and impress others. Even though Paul had tried to encourage Timothy, he told him, he said, be a good example to the believers. Be an example in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and we will make it. Because we're doing everything that God expects of us. As I come, prepare to take my seat. Always remember this. You cannot accept being an example to others. No matter how you try. Your only choice is what kind of example you would be. Will you be the one that's worthy to follow? Will you be the one that can encourage others to come forward? Will you be the one that go the last mile of the way knowing that God is God all by himself? We have to remember Jesus went all the way. All the way from heaven to earth. The Bible says he walked these dusty roads for 33 and a half years. But look what Jesus did in those 33 and a half years. You have some people say, I, I'm not Jesus, baby. I don't want you to be. Because we can never mount up to what Jesus has, what he's done, and what he's doing. But we can be examples of how God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever will, he said, let him come. 
come on. Come as you are. He said, and, 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 and see, one of the things that we got to understand that, that, that he, he, he wants us to come, but he don't want us to stay where we are. Right. You will never be perfect, but he wants us to strive for perfection. In other words, he wants to be better tomorrow than we are today. Right. Hoping that we're better today than we were on yesterday. Because yeah. this is what I want to leave with you. Somebody's watching you. Amen. Yeah,